0: All right. What's going on, everybody? Hanging out here with Drew, talking zero hoots. How are you doing, Drew? Doing all right. How are you, Willie J? Good, man. Good. Just living the dream. Living uh, the dream. So we were just chatting a little bit. You were you worked on a bunch of different of the tour episodes. Um which yeah, ones you, which ones exactly?
1: So I worked on the first episode, which was Oceanside California. Yep. Uh then I worked on santa barbara where it was like the five or six people in one room including you Mm -hmm. and then i started work on another one uh it his uh interview clips made it into the final documentary yeah but uh i don't know if the episode itself had came out yeah i don't don't think i got it done in time because of like work and all that
0: yeah no worries i think we got we still got a few on the on the back burner i think that are hopefully we can edit and release one day or, or put in the next documentary or whatever it might be. But yeah, do you mind just like telling us a little bit about yourself and like kind of how you found zero hoots and that whole story? Yeah. So um, how I found zero hoots is kind of like a later
1: part in the story of how I was kind of finding about out about like three POC. Yeah. Um, Cause like me being like a part of the ZHG and a part of like the, the movement, I guess you say, I'm not like as active a member as like some other people would be, but, um, uh, me contributing to this project was entirely as a result of me being influenced by three pocket inspired by him. Uh, it, uh, so uh, how do I start out? So I started out doing YouTube as like a gaming channel and Initially, it was just playing like some weird video games here and there, and it was a really cheap setup. I didn't think I'd be doing it for long. Then I got into music reviewing, and I started out my music reviewing segment of my channel with a review of 3Pac, uh, Rich White Man, Mark Cuban. Huh, nice. And uh, that got me attention from a few ZHG members uh, all of which were saying Hoot's detected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at the time, like, um, it, it like I was playing kind of like a character where I would be like taking the bait, you know, like from a troll, just like feeding the trolls, taking the bait of it. But like, I knew that three POC was just like a, a troll rapper at the time. Yeah. Um, but it got me attention from some ZHG people. And uh, one of whom, Uh, he actually suggested me more like internet type rappers and more troll rappers to review. And so I started doing reviews on those people. And then from there I started finding more stuff. And then I came back to three pox music for a few episodes of my uh, reviewing channel. And it concluded with, I think the 30th episode, well, not this whole series concluded, but like my, thing of reviewing three pot concluded with uh like the 30th episode where i reviewed rap god which is i think his opus like his penultimate song you know yep um not just because it shows him at like full energy levels but also because like the music video itself is just like a whole statement in itself like seeing him out in public doing all this stuff and um just <laughs> really not caring like what other people thought about him and stuff like that. I, I didn't, um, I, I wouldn't say that I really understood the whole zero hoots thing until shortly before I did that review, because it was when he released his song, find another way. Um, I, until that point I thought, okay, this guy's a troll rapper. He's just looking to piss people off. Then find another way drops. And I listened to that about like a few hours after it came out. Cause I was coming home from school mm-hmm. and I listened to it. And I'm like, hold on a second. This is, this is actually like, there's actually something to this, you know, there's actually a, um, a message to be had here. Like it may just be like troll rap, but there's also a serious uh, well-intentioned message to take. And so I listened to find another way. And, uh, and then I listened to other Three pox songs to see if I could find that message in there, like Rap God and, um, not necessarily Rich White Man Mark Cuban because it's more of a braggadocious song. Yeah. But like everywhere I looked in those videos, I just saw, wow, this this zero hoots thing he's going on about. This isn't just i uh, I don't give a fuck about haters or I, I can swear on this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, But like, it wasn't just like, I don't give a hoot about haters or something like that. Um, It was also a message of like self-empowerment and about like doing what you want to do and seeing him do all this stuff in those videos in public that had an effect on me. And so I was like, wow, there's way more to this guy than I ever thought. And so um, I showed it to my friends who uh, was, who I was in high school with like all four years of high school Uh, to non-Americans listening. It would be like primary school, I suppose you say, like grades uh, nine through 12 -hmm. in America. Yep. Um, I showed it to my friend and he at the time didn't understand it. He thought it was still troll rap and he didn't really like three-pop. Like he found some humor in the videos, but he still was an Eminem fan at the time. And yeah. <laughs> he didn't like Three Pac, He dissed Eminem. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, man. Okay. Eventually, you'll understand. Um. Flash forward to later freshman year, 2015, and uh, I'm I know this is zero hoots like philosophy thing going on, mm-hmm. and like I try and implement it into like everyday life. Like I still of course like by standard definition gave hoots at that time
0: like
1: yeah if you're like in freshman year as a high schooler it's like yeah there's gonna be hoots like for the next few years of high school because life just sucks at that time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it um it really did improve uh life in a way because i looked at it through totally different lenses like i used to think that wow Uh, everything just kind of sucks and like I really shouldn't do the things I want to do like I should probably stop doing this channel because it won't go anywhere but um but like knowing over time what zero hoots was and having that portrayed in the music was like it was like I said it was like eye-opening and so I tried to insert that into everyday life like yeah I didn't really do well in a lot of classes I'll admit that but at the same time, I didn't get as stressed out over it as mm. a lot of people would. I mean, of course, classes are important. I'm not saying that they aren't important. Yeah. But, like, I didn't get, like, super stressed. I didn't get super hung up over, oh, man, I didn't get that in on time. I'm going to be, like, a failure, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, yeah, uh, I guess that I could possibly stop it there to keep it from rambling. Is that That's how I found out about Zero Hoots is that I thought of him as a troll rapper, I yep. reviewed his music uh, while, I guess, voluntarily taking the bait, and uh, then I listened to enough of it up to a certain point where I was like, "Wait a minute, there's a message to this." Yep. Like I think, I think a lot of people were, um, I think a lot of people were turned away by Three because they saw this like outgoing dude, and they saw him like play guitar, and they saw him like in this. Would make that weird like eh, face yeah yeah and um they were just turned away because they're like wow this is just terrible but they didn't really stick around to like hear a lot of the more meaningful works or really like put their minds forward and really discover uh any hidden meanings in the songs you know
0: yeah and it seemed like too like that kind of um that comedy and that side of him that people found kind of annoying and just weird and trolley was like we talk about before, like his kind of Trojan horse to like get into people's screens or get into people's minds and get people thinking about him. But then like, you know, that's how he's able to like garner an audience. And then by being that way, he was then able to like lightly expose like the zero hoots and the mentality and like the, and the positivity and the um, just like the like you mentioned, like being able to not take yourself too seriously or being right. able to do things because you want to do them and not worrying as much about what people think about you because you're doing them. And um, it was like a very subtle, sort of like positive um, message that I think resonates well with people because sometimes I think when you're just too outwardly positive and you're too outwardly, it almost comes off insincere and, it, and it's hard to rally mm-hmm. behind those people. But he did it in a way that was like, it was funny and it was inspiring it was, it was funny it was abrasive
1: like it was one of those like d-bag type of personality like you you think d-bag. at first like wow this guy must be horrible to be around he's probably yeah one of the worst people ever but then you like go deeper into it and you realize like from like those small little clips put on the end of the videos and like um mm-hmm. in between you realize that hey this guy is i would i wouldn't say like in my case, just like me, but like some people out there would be like, Hey, this guy's just like me. He just wants to make people happy. He wants to uh, make music that reflects a message. Yeah. Uh, And that's something that I
0: should possibly live by. So like, yeah, there's, it resonates with a good bit of people. Yeah. Could you think of any specific songs or instances where you were able to like uncover some sort of hidden hidden meaning? Whereas like, at a first watch or first glance you didn't see it but then after learning more about his message you kind of saw it like you mentioned like at the end of a track or like what you have a specific instance like that um
1: well yeah i kind of i kind of went over it like previously when it came to uh find another way like find another way was that spark where it was like oh that is what's going on here yeah um And of course it wasn't like a complete revelation. Like I still had to watch his videos and stuff like that, but like, that's the point where it actually started. And then I looked up, um, rap God again. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is what he's living by. This is what the message that he's incorporating into his music. And it works. I mean, Mm -hmm. rap God, uh, passed 1 million views like a few months ago. Right. Or was it like longer than that? And, um, Easily, like his most popular song by far, and there were still a lot of people in the comments section being like, Wow, this is this is like ear rape, this is terrible! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if like watching the video, and um, like even if you like ignore the song entirely, watching the video, just how many, um, like Im- imagine how many people watching that video would uh go out in public in like a public fountain area, not nowadays, obviously. But like in a public fountain area pre-2020 and uh, just start like rapping. Yeah. Start like acting super animated, start dancing with people. Like there's not, there's like probably less than 10%, 5% possibly. Totally. Like that, like he had the drive to do that. And that's what was inspirational, really. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't say I've done any of that myself still to this day, but it's made me
0: more comfortable with the notion of doing that yeah he actually moved so the story behind that video too is he actually moved out to atlanta for a couple months to live with uh jalen super saiyan i remember like the super saiyan youtube video um where jalen and him connected on youtube before rap god and he flew out there and he lived with jalen his mom in atlanta and uh they started filming a bunch of music videos and um so yeah, he like, he literally, yeah, he took a big leap to make that happen. So not only like, he literally flew across the country, lived in Atlanta with somebody he met on YouTube, danced in a, by a fountain in, um, I think it's called Century Park in Atlanta. It's a really famous park. And there, there rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. And up having one of his most famous YouTube videos. So it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. but yeah, can you, do you have any good stories, like specific moments in your life where you, you know, you might've been given hoots or something like just the message of zero hoots, like was able to pull you through a tough time or, uh, um, like what really resonated with you.
1: So, uh, without revealing too many details because the people involved in this are still active on YouTube to this day. Um, I don't think any of them pay attention to zero hoots really. Um, if they do, then they'll definitely know who I'm talking about, but for the sake of, Confidentiality. I'm just totally. gonna not name names. Yeah, yeah. No no need to. Uh so I used to be part of this uh group, I guess you could say this YouTube group. So this group of content creators who um like just worked together. Some were editors, some were creators themselves, some couldn't edit, some couldn't like be on camera or record their voice, etc. Everybody helped each other. Mm-hmm. And it started out as a really positive environment. Like it started out like people had um, goals that they wanted to set. They had, okay, I'm going to do this. So you guys, if you want to do this, you can, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was really a democratic process in that group. Well, uh, as we started to get to know each other, it store, it kind of deteriorated over time. And if it had been like just going downhill and then group breaks up, that would have been fine. But uh we were called we were all brought in by one dude who was pretty much a leader of the group mm-hmm. and we were all connected through him so it was kind of like a pyramid in a way and yeah. he was at the top of it and everybody else was connected so he couldn't necessarily leave because we were still on good terms with him mm-hmm. um to put a long story short we stayed in there despite the fact that we all um started forming our own little cliques and communities separate from each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it got to a really bad point where uh, it started involving like really messed up stuff like doxing and uh, it, like threats of doxing mm. um, threats of deleting our entire group channel uh, just mental
0: health declining all the way. And I was unfortunately part of that. And people who don't know about doxing, that just means you get your all of your information released on the internet, essentially. Yeah. Where you live, your full name, your cell phone number, probably, just all sorts of stuff. Yeah,
1: people people's uh, family information was getting out. Well, some people's family information was getting out there too. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't reach like a large, large audience, but it's it was a running joke with some of the audience members for some time. That's how kind of bad it was because we had yeah. some edgy people in the audience, yeah um anyways we uh it got into some really bad territory uh like i said i was a part of it too um i wouldn't say that i was the worst person out of all the bunch but i definitely did some bad things as well in that community and uh Mm -hmm. like everybody just was just at each other's throats yeah and uh how zero hoots factored into me finally cutting it all off um albeit still having some friends who managed to cut it off as well so that's not entirely breakaway, but it, like I have the good people with me, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, how zero Hits factored into that was that I um, was at a particularly very dark point. I had just gotten a new job and I was fighting so hard to keep this job and did not want to even consider the fact that they would let me go. And
0: how long ago is this, by the way? Did this all happen? This was,
1: this was uh, three years ago three years okay so right like Uh, right before
0: or around like the tour
1: maybe right before it yeah so like um i was a part of that group uh from 20 i want to say 2017 into 2019 okay and um 2018 is when those splits started happening yeah and um how uh like like I said, like how zero has got me out of it. Uh, so this was by the time that the doc was starting to wrap up, I think, because mm-hmm. while I was in this group and while things were still going strong, I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to take some time away because I'm going to be involved in another group project where it's going to be making a documentary. And I told them I'm super excited about this. You know, and they're like, okay, do what you want, man. You did a good job here. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, flash, fast forward to when the documentary is wrapping up and things have just gone completely <laughs> kaput and we're yeah. in separate factions. And um, I uh, was in such a bad state, like with the new job and all that, like I was doing good at this new job. Like to this day, I'm still there
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I, they tell me they like me there. I mean, I can't really assume anybody's position on anything anymore, but like they tell me they like me there and I've been there for about three years. So they, they, I'm 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 assuming I do a good job. What's the job? You, you don't want me asking? Retail. retail so Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing like big. But yeah, like yeah, it's if if you stick around in retail long enough, then that's I guess some kind of achievement. I suppose. Like like a Levi's or a like a Target or it's it's um well not to put my own information out there, but it's like a major chain. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, uh, yeah, Zero Hoots. Uh, sorry about that. Kind of had a momentary freeze. No worries. Uh, pairing all the stress with trying to keep this job with all the stress from this group of people. And I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to try and add one more thing to it and focus on my own YouTube channel. Because <laughs> yeah. I was terrible at decision making back then. And I focused on my YouTube channel and I started re-watching the videos I did. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And this was in 18. So this was like three years, I believe, after 3Pac passed away. And I started watching the videos I did, including the Rap God review. And I got reminded of the message that I learned um, way back when, where it was, uh, be yourself. Uh, don't let anybody really control you or try and mold you into something that you don't want to be. Um focus on your own well-being and that kind of stuff. And just all around, it's not like a selfish ideology. It's self-centered in a benevolent way. It's about improving yourself. And that's what I got reminded of. And so I watched my old videos and I watched uh, three pox songs. And then I got uh, inspiration, of course, from other people's edits of documentary episodes. And then I was like, hey, you know what? I don't have to be a part of this anymore. Like this, there was some fun times, but I don't have to be a part of this, uh, really, uh, taxing group of people. Like, like I said, there are some good people in there to this day, but, um, for the most part, it was just a really taxing experience. And, uh, I got pulled out of that by remembering what, uh, the message was in ZHG and, being like, okay, I, I actually got to take this into my own hands now. I got to leave. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I, uh, I left. I cut the toxicity largely out of the equation. Mm-hmm. It still kind of goes to this day in small little spurts because we were so entrenched as a group that uh, it was um, inevitable that we were going to come back together at some point. Mm-hmm. But we've we've managed me and my friends, we managed to actually stay away from them from for quite some time and just stay at a distance. And it's really helped us in the long run. So nice. I um, it's it's a really a combination of a lot of factors. But the zero hoots message was kind of the spark again that uh, set a lot of that emotion and had pulled me out of that situation. That's cool, man. Thanks for
0: sharing about that. Yeah. I, uh... no problem. I know. Sounds like there are just a lot of hoots flying around, a lot of hoots, but it's good that you're able to just self-aware and like, you're able to just like be reminded through three pox channel, your hoots message kind of that you don't need that.
1: Yeah. You don't, don't need the negative energy flying around in order to enjoy life. Like you don't have to put up with the negatives. I mean, in some cases you do, I mean, you take good with the bad and you roll Mm -hmm. with it. You let it flow like water but uh sometimes it's like okay the flowing like water part isn't really working when it's tar you know (laughs) it's like yeah you gotta pull yourself yourself up out of that stream yeah but yeah that's um that's that's how it uh
0: helped pull me out yeah Um, that's cool man when you were um yeah when you were when when he was alive and you were watching his videos i know did you, did you know about zero hoots? Like, did it take you until after he passed away or was it until, until that one song came out that you mentioned that you got it? It, uh, but like what? Yeah. You might tell us a little more about that. Like kind of when it clicked, I know, I know the find a way song was like a big moment, but yeah. um, like it took me a few months to fully solidify what it was.
1: Yeah. Um, And that's what made it all the more impactful and like just, heart crushing to learn about that news later that year, right? Yeah. But like yeah, I learned about it beforehand. And like I said, I showed my friend and he didn't really quite understand. But after the whole uh after the whole thing passed, he finally understood what Zero Hoots meant. And yeah. Now both of us are on the same page. We're like, yeah, this is the message. This is what we're
0: putting into our own endeavors nowadays. And yeah. how do you, so if you have another friend who hasn't heard of 3 pac and you maybe show him a video or you try to explain to him what Zero Hoots is, like, how would you do that? How, how would you? I've, I've, I've actually done that. I've
1: actually shared it with that uh, group I was talking about back when the times are still good. And uh, of course, they laughed. I mean, uh, they were a bunch of trolls. So, trolls understand trolls and they're like, hey, this is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. But it never unfortunately i never went any more than that uh i never went to the point where i was like okay so now this is the message because i've never really been good at introducing people to things
0: mm-hmm. like
1: i know i did a music reviewing channel where like the primary highlight was uh pretty much giving a spotlight to lesser known songs and artists and kind of being the melting pot where all their fan bases kind of meet and find out about each other Uh, that's at least how one of my other friends on youtube described it um but like when it came to introducing people to the message of zero hoots i um i it's not that i found it too ridiculous to share because there's definitely some uh of that ridiculous nature to it like if i walked up to a friend of mine and said hey this is a um this is an internet rapper who has a uh, sort of a mix of a Buddhist philosophy and a uh, carefree attitude, like a, like a surfer Buddhist, um, they would be like, you all right, Drew, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, would just, they would be like, uh, you're right, man. Um, so I never really got a chance with a lot of people to introduce that kind of message to people. But like, I think over time, how I uh, have talked with people like without mentioning zero who's by name, they've kind of understood like what's like the outlook is of the basic philosophy, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like me and a few of my closest friends, we've gotten into like very deep philosophical discussions. And, uh, I don't make a conscious effort to say zero hoots, but like, it's definitely there, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. such a part of my outlook on life that it's like, okay, this is, um, I think it's getting through to some people and it, then it did. So, yeah, yeah. Um, if I was introducing it to somebody who's never heard of Zero Hoots, uh, I'd have a difficult time. <laughs> There's that answer, but I would, yeah. uh, I would be like, okay. So, I'd first introduce them to Three Pac, the um, braggadocious, uh, standoffish, out outward facing rapper, and judge their reaction to that. If they think it's funny, then I'll be like, okay, here's some more videos. Here's some more videos. And then, just like me, I just hit him with "Find Another Way," because, like I said, if if like that song to me was the spark, and uh, I think um, going from like Rap God to I Love McChicken's to Golden Child to Find Another Way, that's kind of like a progression, you know, that introduces people to like the full range of what Three pac is about and what Zero yeah. Hoots and the Zero Hoots message is about. because it encompasses um being outward it also encompasses being uh considerate of others Mm -hmm. and it also encompasses um taking care of yourself so i think all of those can be conveyed in like just a handful of his songs if not one
0: really yeah that's cool that's cool Yeah. yeah if you um if you could look back maybe like five, 10 years ago, like before you even knew what zero hoots was like, what would you tell yourself then that from what you you've learned up to this point? Like if I uh, time traveled back. Yeah. And you could be uh, like, I'm not sure exactly how old you are. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, you go back 10 years and you're, and you could like prep yourself from like, yeah, 11 to 21. Like knowing now what zero hoots means, like what would you teach yourself?
1: That's huh? because. So like I've had a history of like, well, I wouldn't say I've had a history of it because it was never diagnosed. But like I've generally been a depressive person. Like even today, it's just been kind of there. But like I understand positivity. Like I don't Mm -hmm. think the world is just this bad place. Like I understand Zero Hoots. I live by that. Mm -hmm. But in general, I've just been really like a moody person that didn't start until like 13 years of age. And that's when generally a lot of people start being that stage is 13 years old. That's why it's such a cliche online. But um, what I would tell to my 11 year old self before all that stuff happens is that I'd be like, Hey, so um, this probably doesn't exist to you yet. Like the songs and stuff, they probably don't exist to you yet. If you found them, you probably wouldn't get a message from them. But what's going to happen is that the more you listen to these things and the more you just kind of sit through them and think about them, because I was a very musically minded person back then as well. Mm-hmm. The more you like sit, more you sit down and listen to them and think through them, you'll realize that it's not about the loudness. And it's not about the perceived annoyingness of this person and about the constant mentioning of Zero Hoots in his songs. It's not about that. It's about what's happening in the background, and it's about the uh, underlying message of it. Because I, I've I've uh, I've encountered a few rappers who uh, were inspired by Three like talking present day, like not my 11 year old self. But I've encountered uh-huh. a few rappers who uh, also says zero hoots, kept it hootless. Uh, maybe they had different interpretations of it but they were definitely inspired by three pac to start doing rap in his vein uh people like Bing Flosby uh, I've never mm-hmm. actually like reviewed him or talked with him before but Bing Flosby uh there's 75 cent there's um I think I want to say Lil nose but I don't I don't think he's even around anymore all yeah. these are names you probably well I mean Bing Flosby you probably recognize yeah for sure definitely but like there's a lot of rappers out there, like Three Chains as well. Like, um, yeah, there's a there's all these troll rappers out there who undoubtedly took inspiration from Three Pac in some way, and um, they, like I said, they had different interpretations of it. But like the more I would tell my 11 year old self, the more that you listen to these kinds of songs, you realize that it's not about the first it's not about the uh, first glance. It's not about like the cover of it. Like the saying goes, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, Technically, I mean, you're not judging a book by its cover when you listen to the whole song through and you think, wow, that was terrible. But you um, just kind of sit on it a bit and you just kind of like think about, okay, what could be going with the person behind this song? Like what was their intent? What could it be understood as? And at that point it starts to be uh i wouldn't say more than just a song but it becomes a meaningful sort of song Mm -hmm. like you can take any song i think that um has some of the weirdest or dumbest or most absurd lyrics possible and you could be like okay maybe that stands for something maybe that um maybe that has a message behind it it's just got to fight figure out what it is you know
0: yeah it's like don't take something for like face value all the time you want to give it a chance to like have you think right. about it and see if there's a deeper message to it. Yeah. Um, so
1: I, I guess, I guess to shorten it all down, I would tell my 11 year old self to uh, just uh, yeah, don't take everything at face value. Just um, let, like investigate things, like m- like make sure that uh, you understand that there's different motives behind different things. And that uh, just because, Something is annoying, or just because something is like unlistenable at the time doesn't mean that it won't be later on,
0: uh-huh. and
1: it doesn't mean that it won't be as soon as you listen to other things. It's like at first I was turned away by 3pac because, um, I used to be not an Eminem fan, but I used to listen to a few of Eminem's songs, and I'd always see them in the comments section, right? Uh-huh. It'd be like, Wack ass Feminine is hoot, <laughs> check out 3pac's rap god diss. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, check- yeah. I think the first video I ever saw by him was a rich white man, Mark Cuban. And yep. for the first three seconds <laughs> made me click off that video. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I stepped into a curse zone. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, yeah. Way too this much. Is happening. <laughs> so I just went back to Eminem, but like, yeah. um, That was an example of me back then at like, what? 15, 14. And that was me judging the book by its cover. Like, as soon as I see Three Pac wearing a chain, <laughs> just yeah. like with a rat beat behind him, I am like, "Nah, can't do it." But nice, man. that's what I would—that's what I would tell my eleven-year-old self: is just don't judge it by the cover. Uh, investigate a bit further, and um, eventually you'll find some message to it. Maybe it's not the message intended, quite, but if you pay enough attention to it, then you find a message.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good—that's a good thing. I think. Got to be reminded of that every day, really, with everything you encounter—from yeah. the news to people's opinions to absolutely interactions with you know new people. It's just um, so true. Yeah. What do you think of the documentary? Did you get a chance to watch it? I've watched that like I think two or three times now. Nice. Uh, it's
1: like I don't think so. I had a I had an idea. Like prior to the documentary, what I would do like kind of a retrospective on Three Pac, uh-huh. like back like this was like 2019 ish. I know that you were working on the documentary for a few years, yeah. But like, um, had an idea. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna review all of his music and then break down the message behind it. Uh-huh. And I had a whole plan out and everything, and I was scripting it. Re- uh, it wasn't recording anything, but I was scripting it. Yep. Um, then you announced that. Well, did you announce it in 2018 or 19?
0: It was uh, right at the beginning of 2018. Okay. So I had yeah. probably,
1: I had already known and was part of the documentary crew at that point. And mm-hmm. um, mine would be like, kind of like a companion piece. But as soon as I saw the documentary that was released this year, I'm like, I can't, I can't top that. Really? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like that documentary, like, okay. So some people might look at it and be like, Hey, it's not as professional grade as like a, as a pbs documentary or yeah something like that not professional grade but that documentary right there like in like half an hour is pretty much it, it introduces you to what zero hoots is like that it, it encompasses everything about it yeah and it's not even just like a single track of narration telling you what it is it's like um people like from all across the country and each giving their own interpretations of zero hoots. And yet it's all kind of more or less the same vein of interpretation, you know, Mm -hmm. like all these people from different parts of the country, look at zero hoots and they all come to this pretty much one kind of broad conclusion. That's about like self-confidence and empowerment and being yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, here having that in combination with like, the history of three POC and the history of his music and how he came up. And this, this was all stuff that I never heard before. Like I knew that before he became three POC, he had a rap career known as Silva back. Mm-hmm. He was doing like kind of serious type stuff. Yeah. Um, I still have a few Silverback songs saved on my uh, computer. Um, I knew that he was Silverback before he was three POC. And I knew that he was three POC before he was three POC TV HD. Mm-hmm. Or 3 TV before he was TV HD. Yep. Um, but like the very beginnings, like that rap battle that he had with you. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as well as, uh, of course, the birthday footage I wouldn't have seen because I don't think I would have found 3 pacs birthday footage anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so as yeah. was being like a hacker or something. Yeah. But like. Seeing all that um, from the very beginning upwards and how he changes as not just like a person, but also as like a character, as 3Pac as a character, mm-hmm. that um, it works as a documentary. It works as like a, a story itself. It just works on all these different levels. Like, I was amazed. I'm like, wow, like, this is the this is the way to explain Zero Hoots. Like, mm-hmm. I I was amazed by it. Nice, like man. like 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 I said, I mean like it's not professional grade. There are yeah. there are, like a few edits that like I would have been like, oh eh, okay. But yeah, like yeah. but like that's kind of what the whole thing of three pog was about as well. It's like it wasn't necessarily professional. Like yeah. It was just getting the word out there, getting the thing out there, and it works. Like I in my opinion, the documentary worked just fine. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. No, thanks man. I appreciate that. It's yeah. it's funny because like I went on I planned on going on the journey and on the van trip and doing all that, but then it wasn't until January, like when I I pretty much quit my job at the end of the year, went to Mexico in January. Mm-hmm. Kind of had this plan, you know, put out the survey if you wanted to meet up. I uh, put that online and then everybody in the comments was like you got to film a documentary, you got to film this, you got to film this and I was just like all right, I have no idea what I'm doing, but like if that's what right. people want, like we're gonna make it happen and um film the whole thing on my iPhone, essentially, like not no professional camera involved, um, and figured out how to edit the whole thing myself, which I've like never really used Adobe Premiere Pro. So right, I'm glad I I, and I was expecting it to be a little rough around the edges, right? But I was kind of thinking about it. I was like would Ryan like with three pock even care? I, I just was like, right. he's, he's not going to care if it's not perfect. And like, this is more for, this is about the fans, right? It's about the fans, yeah. about the people that care. It's not about like going to Sundance or putting on Netflix and trying to convert people to believe in zero hoots. Like that wasn't the goal. Right. And then once I kind of made that mind, like that, that shift in my mindset, it took all the pressure off, took all the stress off. And it was just like, let's just do it. And it just, it worked out
1: so like how uh how stressful was the uh like the tour in itself like was it i know it was like kind of good vibes all around as you visited these locations because like everything was just super good but like i want to say behind the scenes uh was it like very stressful just kind of getting around
0: places like i know you got
1: your van stuck at
0: one point that was yeah (laughs) (laughs) we got the van stuck that was brutal but i mean it was uh it wasn't too bad. It was actually really fun. So I went with Jordan, who's now my wife, but at the time she was my girlfriend and we just, uh, congratulations, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was super fun. It was like, I mean, yeah, there were nights when I was like, we had to sleep in a Walmart because we were like in between cities and like a little bit sketchy, but -hmm. like not even that sketchy because there's like security guards at Walmart and it's not that big of a deal but um oh, so it's not like the lawless wasteland that everybody says it is <laughs> no no it's it's uh, really not that bad it was like we felt totally safe we didn't i mean maybe you know three Poc was protecting us but we were had no instances that were dangerous um and we got to visit a lot of the family so like in between meetings ZHG members we saw a bunch of family like my mom's one of 10 kids so that was nice yeah you uh, uh i think you mentioned that in like a all hands call at one point right
1: like yeah you meeting
0: up with family in that area yeah was it
1: like east coast that they were living in right or was mostly it all east
0: coast yeah okay yeah all right oh. so that was nice and then um yeah doing the daily hula's was kind of fun that was like my one thing i had i knew i had to do every day to kind of keep people engaged and right, uh man. but no it was fun man it was a fun trip and i really want to do something like that again hopefully in europe but uh yeah you know, gotta get get through these covid times
1: yeah gotta get through uh both covid and like i I think europe europe has like kind of like a free travel type thing right like as long as you have like an eu passport you're able to go across multiple countries i mean britain of course is an exception now but like Mm -hmm. i think you're able to like free travel through all of it that's what sepe said i think
0: yeah get on the train take the yeah yeah but yeah man well it's been fun chatting glad that we've got this thing going um any any projects that you're working on that you want to talk about let the zhg know or yeah so um i'm actually part of my own uh kind of internet rap thing
1: going on like we we don't treat it as internet rap we treat it as like kind of a serious thing uh it's a group called apathy uh a-p-a-t-h-i-i okay and uh i wouldn't say it incorporates zero hoots in like a really direct way but like it has that energy behind it of like hey we're doing what we want to do we're not letting anything take us down and we're just going ahead and doing it and covid has kind of um it's uh really kind of put a hamper on that i'd say like Mm -hmm. it's really it's almost canceled our second album like we've we had to we had to like really think about how we were recording the second album until yeah. finally we just overhauled it entirely. And now we're just kind of like all in space right now, but we're still going to be apathy. We're still going to be a rap group. Yep. Um, I'm the one making beats for them. So like, I won't be like rapping or anything. I have, okay. uh, I also have like a side uh, solo project going down, which I'll announce on the apathy thing when cool. it's finished. But like, yeah, that's uh that's pretty much the uh, only thing I got going right now is uh, my own music group, and that's also been inspired by Zero Hoots. Because like my friend and I were like, "Hey, we should make this a group." And like in my mind, I'm thinking, "Yeah, you know what? We're gonna do it. Screw it. Let's go ahead and do it. You're a hoots, baby. Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> nice. But dude. yeah, that that's what I got going on right now, and I'm still holding down the job, still getting the cheddar, getting the bread, and the cheddar. Got to uh, get it. I'm living living the days is as best I can really with zero hoots in mind nice man yeah. well, we,
0: we should definitely we'll uh post a link to that group if you want in the description and everybody can go check it out um yeah. if you want but yeah but yeah man well yeah good chat good good yeah. actually like I feel like we've chatted a bunch but I haven't like actually video chatted so this is cool and right, um, right. it's good just it's just refreshing to like hear People, you know, talk about zero Hoots and get this whole thing going again. Yeah, man. Keeping it alive. I mean, documentary came out. Now we just got to figure out the next step. And maybe that's a good good question for you too. Is like, how do you, like, do you have any thoughts on how we should continue it? I I definitely want to start like keep the music going, keep the podcast Mm -hmm. going, keep the dialogue going, keep the engagement with the ZHG. But anything that you think would be kind of cool to work on? Uh,
1: I think uh, so. We had this uh, thing going. In the ZHD Discord, it's kind of inactive right now, but like people were kind of like working on music together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like doing the music promotion again if people are still doing that, like in COVID times, and that would be like yeah perfect. Like I guess like, like uh, I think you mentioned before, you didn't want to use the Three pack tvhd channel necessarily because it was yeah. like
0: a... I'm not sure about. It. I mean, I want to put I'll probably put this up on it. That's yeah. okay with you, and then like things like this, but we'll see we just kind of keep it yeah. it's yeah oh um, well, yeah like music promotion and uh i mean like any
1: anything that isn't like too like i wouldn't say strenuous because like daily hootless like sometimes your schedule's full can't do it yeah. daily right but you're still keeping it hootless even if there's no daily hootless right so, exactly yeah but yeah that's that's the one thing i got i mean like as more people kind of get on this uh podcast i i figure that um there's going to be more ideas out there and more interesting takes
0: and uh just gonna to have to see what goes on from there right cool man yeah we'll get you back on here too once that uh that album drops or that mixtape whatever you're working on with apathy we can do a little yeah. we can chat about that and just keep the uh keep it going man the journey right. continues okay
1: <laughs> all right man.
0: cool dude well uh yeah good cool. luck with all that we'll be in touch and um everyone else out there keep it hootless Keep it with guys. All right. See you, man. Right. See you.
1: Bye. Bye.